The Fearless Launching Show was created to answer the question, how can I launch my big idea to the world in the most simple, straightforward way possible and reach more of the right people? I'm your host, Ann Samoylov, and I've been helping six and seven figure business owners launch for over a decade. And while I love geeking out about improving launches, new launch strategies, what's working, what's not working, I'm also obsessed with exploring the heart, the mind, the challenges of running your own business. And that's what we're going to do each and every week. I want to show you how to launch that course or coaching program or other creative work and navigate the journey of being an online entrepreneur. So if you're ready for some new perspectives, some new stories around launching, well, I can't wait to share those with you. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Fearless Launching Show. It is Thursday, and that means it's strategy day, but I am fully aware that Monday's refocus session this week was all about strategy and making more offers, making them sooner than you think that you should to your audience. And so today, I just wanted to continue that conversation. So before you listen to today, I generally wouldn't tell you to do this, but hit the pause button, go back to Monday, listen to what I said there, and then come on back. If you did listen to Monday, keep listening. All right. So do people know what you offer? That's the question I want to talk about. I want to just dive into today and really talk about three different overarching things that we need to make sure people know and how to make sure people know what we offer. Because sometimes that's the biggest hurdle when we're going to be launching something. There isn't enough knowledge about who we are. That in it in itself is something that can be a challenge. But what also can be a challenge is that people just don't know what you're doing because everybody is in their own little private movie as the star of the show and not paying attention to everything every single person's doing. So let's just talk about three different ways for making sure people know what you offer. Like no matter what it is, people can be like, oh yeah, that person's the person who does this. Oh yeah, they write books about this. Oh yeah, they have a few different courses. They do this. You, not everybody needs to know what you do because they're going to be those people that kind of are unofficial, your unofficial street team really. So let's go through and the three different areas are communication, website updates, and other people. Okay. These other people that I just talked about. Okay. So first of all, in the area of communication, there are some really simple things you can do to make sure people know that you're launching, that you've got an offer out there. You've got a webinar you want people to watch. You've got a mini course you have that people can sign up for. And here's what they are. On Monday, I talked about putting something, an offer in your thank you pages, which is a great way to just build that awareness of what it is you do, what you sell, what your products are, what you're all about. So in addition to doing that, 
Make sure to keep those profile links updated, especially when you're about to launch. There's That is like one of the easiest things. Even inside a link tree or something like that where you can put one link under your social media profile and then it brings you to another page of a list of things, make sure that top thing is the thing that you are specifically offering now or you're focused on selling now because not everybody is doing these live launches. Not everybody is doing evergreen style launches as well. Okay. Newsletter mentions, email mentions. Okay. So here's what I mean. Use the PS of your emails. Okay. And even talk about what you're doing in your newsletter. So that's actually two the PS, and then talk about what you're doing. Talk about what you're doing on your podcast or in your content. Let it be part of the conversation. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be an announcement newsletter. It can just be like, as I have been doing this and this, and it gives people an inside look at what you're doing, what you're currently creating without asking them to buy something. You can, of course, send standalone emails, inviting people to download, to check it out, to watch a video or meet with you on a workshop call or something like that to discuss the thing that you're creating. Now, when I say workshop call, that sounded weird. But what I mean is you can find people who are willing to workshop ideas with and for you as long as it is relevant to them. And if you find people that what you're offering is relevant to, then that means that you have a clear audience for what you're offering, which if you listened a few weeks ago, maybe about a month ago, that's actually one of the requirements for launching something is to make sure that there is an audience for what you're creating. No matter how beautiful, how well done your videos are, how amazing those PDFs look and all of the stuff that you've, and the the whole membership portal, unless there is a specific audience for that or people that need what you are selling, then you shouldn't launch it quite yet until you know that information. Okay. So we've got our profile links, our newsletter mentions, our standalone emails, just inviting people to check things out an email signature, the PS. Oh, I guess PS and email signature go in the same world, right? Number four, you can also add intros and outros to your videos, podcasts, even your blog posts, depending on what the blog post is about. But videos and and audios are really great ways to just say this video is brought to you by blah, blah, blah. Or hey, if you haven't signed up yet, today is the last day to do this or this. So use those intro, outros, mid areas of your content, your recorded content to let people know what you're up to. And then of course, number six, can't talk about communication without not, without talking about regular social media posting. And this is the one thing that I'll be pushing myself back into in the coming weeks. So yeah, I'm getting myself geared up for it. I've really gotten off the social media train just because I needed that break and now I'm ready to be back. So I will see you over there very soon. 
Okay, so that's for your communication to make sure people know and remember what you offer because that's all this is all about repetition. So the next place is going to be on your website. Website updates that you might want to make. Your hello bar, you're at the very top, the announcement bar of your website. Just whatever it is that you want people to know about or download or do, or if something is open or if some workshop that leads to what you want people to check out is there. A sidebar ad or under your blog post ad, which ad can just be a graphic that links to a sales page that links to a workshop that links to some sort of resource that links to some sort of sign up page for something. Number three, you can also create a courses or work with me page so that people can just be totally clear on what it is you do with them, do for them, do with them and how you can, how they might be able to get some help. And then number four, I don't know if I mentioned this for my, on Monday's episode, but I just love Elizabeth Goddard. I'm just going to say Goddard because that's Goddard College. That's why I'm pronouncing it like that. I'm so sorry, Elizabeth, if that's wrong. But Elizabeth's got some amazing everything page strategy going on. And I've seen a few different people using it. I just love it. It's just like one page with literally everything someone offers. There's a specific way she does it. So definitely check her out. And I'll just link over to her website. I don't know specifically where she talks about the everything page, but I know she does. All right. Now other people, that's your final category of places to really think about how you can get the word out about what you offer. So it's very clear. You don't want people guessing. Do you, <laughs> I've dealt with this. Do you manage launches? What are your services? Do you have one-on-one -on -one sessions? Not usually. I only do have them when I mention it. <laughs> Otherwise, no. So other people. Now here's how you can tap into other people. First, maybe you have other people's audiences that you can get in front of, whether it's a free workshop, or maybe they're willing to host a webinar, or maybe you're part of one of their events or something like that. The other people's audiences line item here is it really includes everything that I'm going to be talking about in this section, like podcast guesting. I'm thinking about how many podcasts I've been on. So even if you have a podcast, get on other people's podcasts. That's another one of my directives for the new year is to just get out there and get back into that because I was doing that very regularly and then I wasn't. The other one is virtual event guest hosting or teaching in some way. There are so many opportunities to, to get in front of other people's audiences this way. There are a lot of people running summits. There are things like I, I was in the planathon for years until I just wasn't available to do that anymore. But I was in it for a long time. And then I think one year I wasn't. And then the next year I wasn't. It just it just depends on if the dates work out for you. But be on the lookout for these summits or these events 
or these bundles that people are doing. And even if you didn't get into the one that they're currently running, reach out to them and say, hey, I'd love to, I'd love to participate in the next one you do just like this. And yeah, maybe you're not really setting it up for the exact right now, but the other people's audiences part is a really just a great way to build your own network for your business and build your own support kind of inner network. But also it's just a way to, people do need this. People need content for their audiences. I'm thinking of a I think it was a live stream that I did with a woman who was in the fearless launching community, but she, she was the host. We did it. And that thing is still, I think she's since posted it on YouTube, but in the meantime, it was in front of her audience. And now it's in front of a few other people's audiences. Another thing you can do is if you are guest hosting or guest guesting on other people's podcasts, you can actually ask them if it's possible, like in a few months after they've released it for the first time, if they wouldn't mind you releasing it. And you can just continue and continue sharing those things. I don't know how many times I've shared all of the guest posts that I have, but you don't have to worry about when you did it. As long as that guest post is still relevant, it's still accurate. And even if it isn't accurate, just tell them you want to update it and share it. People love the traffic. People want to see that. And depending on if the person, if the people, person, business is still in active, then it's a great way just to rebuild that connection with that person or that business. And that's it for today. So communication, website updates, and other people. It's important to understand that the overarching thing, concept about this is repetition. People just need to see you in different places, different mediums, different formats, showing up again and again. Wow, everybody's talking about this person. So in terms of using an affiliate audience or affiliates to also expand the reach of your offer, this is just a great thing to do. You don't need Oprah to be your affiliate in order for those to be an important part of just letting people know who you are and what you offer. Everybody has someone. This is how things sometimes happen. Even if one person tells one person about something that you're doing, you don't know the potential for that expanding and continuing on. That person might tell another person and that person might tell another person. So that's what I mean by using affiliates as another way to expand that reach. All right, that is it for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and stay tuned. Next week, we have some more where we're going to dive more into communication. And I am going to be talking a lot about communication over the next several weeks because we've got something special coming the very first week of January. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe we're so close to January that I'm literally telling you about something that's happening in January. Regardless, I think it's important to start early in just getting used to it. It's just as much for you as it is for your audience to start talking, to start repeating, to start sharing what it is you're doing. 
so that they know, so that there's no surprise. There's no, oh, what is this? So they have time to, in advance, think about what they need, what they don't need, and they can be completely clear. You're doing it for them, you're doing it for yourself, so you get that messaging and the way you speak naturally to work better when you're launching, all right? Okay, have a great rest of your week, and I will see you next Monday. Take care.